The Dockers lost to the City Swans by 29 points. It was a frustrating night at Optus Stadium Saturday, 105 to 76. Hayden, good morning, mate. Morning. Good morning. So, Frio's first quarter record. Look, it's just become the, the hoodoo that you could do without, hasn't it? And did, did, do you feel like you were just playing catch-up? From there on? Yeah, it was a bit like that. We actually jumped into the game really well. Mm. Um, in the first sort of five minutes, we like kicked the goal early and felt like mm. we were playing some good footy. And then, yeah, there was a 12-minute period where they kicked five goals mm. in a row. Um, and that's due to a number of reasons. But, um, yeah, we just can't allow that to happen in the first quarter because it meant that for the rest of the game, we're playing catch-up. And we actually felt for the next three quarters, um, we played some really competitive footy and we won the inside 50s count. Um, yeah, we gave our forwards a lot of opportunities. We probably didn't execute mm. as well as we would have liked and didn't give our forwards the best chance. But um, yeah, we actually played a brand of footy that we were more proud of um, in t- uh, compared to previous weeks. So there was sort of a positive in that aspect that we felt like it was a better brand of footy and we gave ourselves a good chance to win but um as i said yeah when you yeah when they kick five goals in 12 minutes in the first quarter it's it's hard to yeah get yourself out of that position so yeah it was mm. frustrating but um there was probably more positives to take from last or yeah this week's game than some previous weeks yeah absolutely yeah watching the game mate there was and it was a weird game like uh, we'd kick one and then they'd kick one and two so it was never really making up that deficit very much but to watch some of the young players especially those guys between 19 and 22 years of age the, how much we missed Caleb's along the week before but some of the other young guys you see Sturt and and uh, and Amos down there down forward uh, doing things you know the, the great mark from Jai uh, that kind of thing. You see those moments, so just need to be tagged together more closely. Yeah, you're right. And I think um, this back end of the year is going to be really important for, for players like that to, to really build some confidence. Mm. And um, yeah, I think we've got a very young team at the moment. I think we were the youngest team in the AFL on the weekend. Um, and it's really important for those players to keep developing their games because they're going to be really important for us going forward. And I think we're just starting to see the emergence of those sort of players. Neil Erasmus had another great night. He did, yeah. Um, and yeah, Sturdy um, took a nice mark. Jai took a nice mark. And um, we want those p- players to be playing with confidence because when they play with confidence um, and bring their strengths, they're really damaging. So uh, yeah, it's going to be really important for this, this back end of the year that um, yeah, we get some time into those young players and we start building some confidence in them and hopefully we can play some really good footy. You both just mentioned Jai Amos's mark in front of the goals in the second quarter. His growth this season has perhaps been the biggest positive to come out of out of Fremantle all year. I think so, yeah. And we're very lucky that um, we've signed him away for a, a big extended contract because yeah. he's going to be a really key pillar in our forward line for a long time to come. And um, yeah, I think we all saw it coming. Um, he was obviously a high draft pick and had a lot mm. of talent, but um, yeah, his ability to, to put in the work um, over the preseason and then throughout the year, and he started to see the results show on game day. And um, yeah, we'd love him to keep going and keep kicking more goals for us because um, yeah. he's a really important player. Mate, he might end up with 40 plus by the end of the year, which is great. And he's sort of more of an old-fashioned full forward in a lot of ways with that, you know, the big lead, the big mark and all the rest of it. He kicks straight most of the time. And speaking of goal kickers, Lockie Schultz is unstoppable, isn't he then? He is. Nuggety man. He is. He's a, he's a very passionate man and um, he's a really critical part of our forward line. He brings a lot of pressure and um, yeah, he does things that you um, you might not realise or celebrate, but certainly we celebrate within the four walls. Mm. His pressure is uh, elite. His third and fourth efforts uh, are outstanding. And then we see the results on the other end of that where he kicks goals and that's something we all, we love to celebrate. But the thing we love about Shooter is um, the things he does for the team yeah. that, that sets up goals. So, um, yeah, he's been outstanding. 
all these results and statistics that we're talking about, just the club should really be having a more successful year because, I mean, Caleb Sarong, another one so good. Mm. I believe his clearance success was up there with David Mundy. Yeah, he's been outstanding. And you're right, we, we've... We're, it's almost must be one of those years, or, you know. Yeah, we're showing a lot of good signs, and that's yeah. why we can't. Um, yeah, we can't get too down on ourselves. Obviously, it hasn't been yes. the year that we've wanted um, in terms of wins in and the losses. rankings. Yeah, yeah but in success, there are, there is success. But yeah, um, yeah, and success isn't linear as well. Like we can't expect every year just to keep going up. Sometimes you're gonna have ebbs and flows, um, and I think this year's been a little bit like that, where we probably haven't had the wins and losses on the board that we would have liked. But yeah. we've seen the growth of some young players. We were a younger list than we were last year, which is surprising to some people, but. We've had to play a lot of younger players and um, that sometimes takes time and I think we're starting to see the benefits of um, yeah getting experience into those yeah. younger players and I think we'll be better for it going forward. Oh, it's a funny one because the, yeah. the, the, the successes speak for themselves. Mm. It's just that stupid ladder. And <laughs> yeah, but it's not often you get the 15th team on the ladder the when you're having seven wins and yes. 28 points. It's, it's a bit rare, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, speaking of young players, just one quick one. I want to mention it's hard to be the sub, especially when you come on late, but Ethan Stanley was great on the weekend. He only got five disposables, but he made them all count. He, he did, yeah. He was outstanding. Mm. And... Um, yeah, his rise from uh, playing local footy last year yeah. to going to VFL, getting taken in the mid-season. He only just um, played his first Peel game a couple of weeks ago. Amazing. And now he's playing AFL. It's just yeah. been um, amazing to watch. And, yeah, his ability to jump into that game um, when it was pretty hot in that last quarter. Yeah, when we was. were trying to start a comeback. And, um, yeah, his composure with ball in hand, his ability to make good decisions um, under the heat of the game was really impressive. And I think that's another sign that he's going to be a good player for us. And um, it was great to see him out there. It was good for him to get some experience. And I think he handled himself really well. Mm. Fremantle has slipped to 15th on the ladder. It's just, we're just saying it's not an indication mm. of the team that is playing, but unfortunately the flag mantle dream is probably over for 2023. Channel 7's Anna Hay did say on Monday that it was still mathematically possible. Um, Love that. Love that attitude. 96FM's Anna Hay. mathematically (laughs) prop. Uh, possible, just very unlikely. So right, we'll take it. You know, yeah. the de- <laughs> yeah. one, week the team. At, one week at a time. Exactly. One week at a time. Is, that, the is that the answer to the question? How does the team stay motivated for the rest of the year? Just one week at a time. Yeah, um, and, and looking st- at those positives, we've still got a, like some really challenging games ahead of us, which mm. I think, yeah. which is really good because um, we obviously don't want to just roll over and. Um, yeah, give no. up. We, um, mm. we want to play some really good footy and we think these next couple of weeks are really important in building uh, a brand of footy that's sustainable going forward and um, yeah, it doesn't get any better than playing the Cats at Geelong um, yeah. and we also have some other big games coming up but yeah, we're really just focused on this week um, looking at as a great opportunity to um, play against a really experienced side um, at a tough venue but a venue that we've won at before um, in particular last year so we're looking forward to that opportunity and um, it's a good opportunity to, yeah, start building some um, some confident football. Yeah, yeah. and when we beat yeah. the, the the Cats earlier in the year, they looked a bit shell shocked, and you know, even the local fans were uh, were a bit shocked, weren't they? So uh, this this is the big one. They'll be trying to get revenge, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we thought earlier in the year we um yeah we played a really a brand of footy that we were proud of, and yeah. um, something, and we probably played four quarters of good footy, which is something that you're going to need to do against a really good team. You mm. can't give them like we did to Sydney. You can't give them a 12-minute period to yeah. kick five goals because then you're playing catch-up. And um, Yeah, last time we played them, I, I remember we started the game really well. We actually weren't ahead on the scoreboard, but 
felt like we jumped into the game with the right um, mindset and attitude and um, then that flowed onto the other quarters. So um, they're obviously a quality side and it's going to take yeah. four quarters of, of really good footy and, mm. and that's what we're planning on doing. They are a quality side. I've always thought history shows that the Cats are perhaps the most formidable team in the AFL. You know, they're they're in the finals more yeah. often than rating, they're rating not premiers. right up the top. And the Cats yeah. at home is always a big ask. And this time you got the Cats at home celebrating Chris Scott's 305th game. So he is Beautiful. an amazing coach. He's got them in – they've only missed one finals year since he joined the club in 2011. Uh, so a lot to, to make the Cats fans, you know, feel like this is ours. Yeah, well, that's uh, impressive. Um, but, yeah, that's, I, I suppose that just makes it a little bit more hostile for us, which um, yeah. we'll lean into. And yeah. um, it'll just be a little bit sweeter when we get the win. <laughs> I love Absolutely. that attitude. Yeah, I love All the right. of it. Yeah, and the 305, that's because he's the longest serving Cats coach or something like that. That's the record yeah, for him. Yes. Yeah, it's just pretty impressive. Um, yeah, very impressive. Oh, I love Chris Scott. I love both Scotts. Like, yeah, very likable. They're ladies. awesome. Yeah, these are tough footballers. Yeah. Mate, yeah. what about um, Fifey and Sean Darcy? They're done for the year, a bit of surgery and a bit of uh, care? I think so, yeah. Sean looks like he's uh, having ankle surgery, so yep. uh, hopefully that goes well and we can get him fully fit for next season. And, and then Nat, yeah, obviously with his um, – have some issues with his foot, but he's just getting a little uh, hand surgery or finger surgery. Oh, that's or right, yeah. yeah. Um, to just fix up uh, an old issue, I think. So um, disappointing, but um, – yeah, as I said, we've got a really good opportunity with a young group of players to um, develop as a group. And um, I suppose it's actually, yeah, it's going to be really important for some of our young leaders, me in particular, um, as a good challenge to, to lead a group without some of those key figures in Fifey and Sean. Yeah. So um, it's going to be a good challenge in the back end of the year, but one that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. Do you think Reedy will get a game in the ruck in the last four weeks of the, the year? The young uh, Liam, he's, uh, he's, what kind of nick is he in? Because people don't know a lot about him. He's in really good nick. He's been, um, yeah, building a really good season down at Peel this yeah. year. And, um, yeah, I'm not sure um, yeah. if he'll play. He's certainly um, giving himself every opportunity. He's been playing some really good footy. And uh, I think his development throughout the year, um, from, yeah, the start of the year to, to this point, uh, has been really outstanding. And he's put, been putting in a lot of hard work. So if he got his opportunity, it'd uh, be well-deserved. Hmm. All right. Well, Bounce Down is 11.45 our time on Saturday as Frio take on the Cats in Geelong. Good luck. Thank you very much. Have a great game.